poor dude that no one has the balls to report. Why am I the only one breaking stories like this? What's up, Turtle Riders? How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good, excellent. Let me go ahead and make sure my mic is good. All right, we're rocking and rolling. Welcome to the live show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Uncle Turtle Boy. I've gone ahead and shared this stream to the various social media pages that we run. I'd ask you to do the same. Give those pages a like if you haven't already. Comment on them. Interact with them as much as possible. It really helps it grow the brand, if you will. Uh, on Facebook, you can find me. My personal account is Clarence Woods Emerson. You can follow that. You can follow the Turtle Boy Sports page. You can follow the Uncle Turtle Boy page. You can follow any of those pages. On Twitter, you can follow me at Dr. Turtle Boy. That's D-O-C-T-O-R Turtle Boy. Because if Jill Biden is a doctor, then so am I. You can also follow me uh, on my other account uh, at Turtle Boy Phone. Those all work as well. And we're on the gram at at... I'm going to fuck this up. Turtle Boy underscore daily underscore news. Did I get that right? I hope so. That's right. Excellent. Very thank good. you, Deb. How you doing, Deb? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, like I said, guys, welcome to the program. Uh, I've shared all those links on the uh, social media pages. Also, if you haven't subscribed to our channel, that's the most important thing you need to do. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. We're like 300-something people away from 20,000 subs. Pretty, pretty, pretty cool. So, yeah, go ahead and do that for me. Um, and give this video a thumbs up. I only see 67 people so far, 73 people. So let's get those thumbs up, people. We're only doing this every Tuesday and Saturday night now. Thursday nights we do the uh, Turtle Club show. So you can sign up for that, by the way, uh, below uh, in the link. It's a members-only thing, so you can join that. You support what we do. You support free speech. Uh, you get ad-free. You get a free T-shirt. Uh, you just have to let me know which one you want, and I'll mail it to you. Um, yeah. So, okie dokie. Um, am I forgetting anything else here? Oh, we're uh, banned from using, obviously, the monetization aspect of YouTube. So, there's no turtle chat. You used to be able to donate money. There's a, there used to be a dollar sign. You could donate money. And then you would, like, your comment would appear in a color. And it would be, like, bigger. So, it was, like, cool. You felt special. But they took that away from us as a result of being demonetized. So, now we had to go ahead and build our own platform called Turtle Chat. So if you like what we do, again, this show is always free, okay? Uh, let's be clear about that. But if you like what we're doing and you feel like, you know, supporting the cause, supporting free speech, you're going to see tonight uh, why this is exactly so important. Uh, but if you do feel like doing that, feel free to donate that way. Uh, you can. There's a link at the top called Turtle Chat. If you click on that, you can donate any amount of money that you want. And then you get to write a little message. And if you... Uh, you know, whatever message you post on there or send, I will get a notification about it by my email and I will show you. Boom. So like the last person was Junior, donated $25 and said, fuck Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Where is your transgender 
baby. So that's that. Okay. Um, all right, Deb. I think we're about ready to get started. Let's start with the. So here's what we're going to cover tonight. We're going to talk about the Monica Cannon Grant thing. Uh, we're going to talk about briefly the uh, that Pat Kiernan story from the other day. And then I'm going to talk about this. So I'm being sued. I've been being sued for quite some time. Um, everybody tries to sue me. Uh, never lost in court uh, in any of these lawsuits, should be noted. However, uh, this gentleman who has been suing me for several years right now and has been delayed because of COVID, he's kind of the only one that I've never talked about. If you're keeping track at home, Deb, can you name all the lawsuits that I've beaten in court or, or that have gone? Let's, how many can you name? Jeez, how many can see. you in the comments name? Let's. I don't even know. Like offhand, like what? Who you can feel like eleven and zero, right? Well, let's start. Who remembers my first de deformation lawsuit win? Did anybody? It was back in two thousand sixteen. Who can remember that? Let's see. Only old school turtle riders remember this one. Who can remember that one? Hmm. That person before Clive, right? Uh, Clive never sued me. I should have no, sued, sued him. No, uh, uh, he just spoke ill of me. So the first person to sue me, this guy's name was Gordon Davis. He was like this uh, almost blind Worcester guy. Uh, I called him crazy and because uh, he was. And Margaret Milliken defended me of that, and then I won. And then Gaffney came along, and he sued me because he lost the election that he dropped out of, and I didn't endorse him in that election. And this apparently made him mad. Even though he had moved to Florida or Texas or something by then, he was still so salty about that that he decided to sue me. He flew up here several times for hearings that lasted almost a year. Uh, I had a hilarious deposition with him in which I got to call him a dick. It felt so good. <laughs> he, said, he just looked like such a tool bag. So he's fucking nuts. I beat him. He appealed. I won again. So that was cool. Uh, after that, I've also been sued um, by uh, one person. I can't, I signed an NDA, so I can't yep. even talk about this one, but let's just say I don't, I will never ever, you know, lose. Like I will never give anything up monetarily, put it that way, uh, in any sort of lawsuit. So, um, and, but that's gone. No one's dismissed. It's over. Um, it is what it is. Uh, on top of that, there was, what else? Who the fuck else? Oh, Ryan Waters, obviously he sued me twice. He sued me yeah. in uh, superior court or was a district. I forget in Hamden in Springfield. And then he sued me again in federal court with Facebook and I beat him the one in, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Springfield. And then he appealed, and we just never bothered. And one of the four things he sued me for was not overturned, but, like, he gets to start over basically from scratch with that. So dealing with that. And then the federal failure lawsuit. Failure Swift, right, too. A Failure Swift one. That was another good one. The all-caps lawsuit. That was the all-caps lawsuit. Yeah. She, she sued me in Rhode Island, and the ACLU defended me on that one and helped me get that one dismissed. Um, was there, any, oh, the dog guy. And I forgot the dog one that's still going on. Oh. Jamie Genero, he's still suing me. Um, and then let's not forget, um, do you guys remember the name Mark Aldana? I mean, this is like oh. the most in insignificant people freaking sue me. Mark Aldana was some guy that feisty blogged about in 2017 because he was responsible for a home invasion on the Worcester Holden line. He lives in my fucking town and oh. Yeah, he uh, apparently had gotten arrested for a bunch of shit before. Feisty called him a career criminal. 
He said he's not a career criminal, even though he's been arrested so many times. So he sued me like two and a half. He, he actually got sentenced to jail for the home invasion, got out and sued me. Feisty's gone, long gone. I mean, half these blogs, I didn't write. I didn't write the, the yoga one. I didn't write uh, the Mark Aldana one. I didn't write the Jamie General one. I didn't write these blogs. I'm getting sued for them. So. Yeah, you were the, just because of the business, right? When you were the business, right. you had to take it all. Right, right, right. So, like, people are saying, um, and by the way, there is an update on this. According to Suzanne, the uh, Failure Swift left Metro. So that, oh. we're all very shocked about that. So she's they, they've lost everything, basically, on that field lawsuit. Ashley St. Angelo never sued me, actually. Ashley St. Angelo just tried to get a restraining order. Restraining order. Um, Against me and the mother of my children, by the way, for for nothing. They just blamed her for uh, writing the blogs. It was complete bullshit. So that's where we. That was the one where we raised like fifteen grand with the GoFundMe for um, Mark Randaza to represent me in that. Because let me tell you, Mark is uh, very. Exp- you know what? Guess how much Mark charges an hour for normally for clients? Uh, a thousand. Very nine hundred dollars an hour. That's his. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so he's very expensive. And so I could never afford to hire somebody like Mark for whatever. So basically, you know, he's going to put in way more than 15 hours. Oh, totally. So basically he was doing me a favor. Like he's like, whatever you can raise, you can raise. And we raised 15 grand with the GoFundMe. And then that got taken down Remember because that, we yeah. got reported. And then we started a trust fund in his name that couldn't be yep. reported. We raised, uh, I think, eleven or $12,000 with that. I mean, it all went to him. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the whole thing was just like, so one fucking lawsuit after another. Um, and so in 2020 guys, I, I dissolved the company completely. So I'm like, cause in Massachusetts, how this works, right? In Massachusetts, how this works. If you own an LLC, like I did, right. LLCs are a, a necessary thing. Sometimes there can be a good thing because they protect you in case a judgment is against you. So if I get sued for something, and, uh, you know, I'm liable, then I can just bankrupt the company. I don't have to pay out of pocket for that. So that's a good thing. So it protects you personally. That's what a, a company essentially does. And, but the downside to this is that it, in Massachusetts, if you have an LLC, you have to hire an attorney. And attorneys, that's where they get you. And when you win, like for instance, like the Gaffney lawsuit, Margaret Melikin did that for free. That was her freebie, okay, in the Gordon Davis one. It was just too much for her. She can't do it anymore. I thank her. She did great work on that, but she did it all for free. So then I started hiring lawyers. The goddamn, the one I can't talk about, the NDA one, I paid 25 grand for that one. <laughs> like, that was insane. And that, and we we didn't even go, like, I, you know, we didn't even go that far with that one. Just for fucking paperwork and discovery and all this bullshit. Uh, another one, like, uh, the Ryan Waters one, luckily, Kevin... Uh, gives me a really good rate out in Westfield and he, you know, he hooks it up, but you know, he's uh he, he doesn't take me to the cleaners or anything like that, but that one's cost me a decent amount of money, obviously. And you don't get it back when you beat Ryan waters in court, he doesn't owe you anything. And so there's nothing to lose for these pro se losers. Like all these people who sue me, none of them have attorneys. So it's all free for them. And they're all morons. And I'm like, this isn't fucking brain surgery. Now in court, believe it or not, guys in court, the judge, if you are pro se, which means you don't have an attorney, they're going to be really lenient with you. 
they're going to basically give you chances that other people won't. If you, if you file things the wrong way, if you don't have things in order, they're going to be really patient with you because they understand you're just a, you know, some dude and you don't really know the law and they're less likely to just dismiss you. Like if you have a lawyer, he better make a good case for you or else they're going to dismiss it. If you're pro se, like ask any attorney, they hate dealing with pro se's. Pro se's are the biggest pain in the ass, but I only get sued by pro se's. So in April of 2020, I dissolved the company completely. I got rid of the company because I'm like, all this is doing is just costing me all this money. And if I, I'm like, I, the only reason these assholes are suing me is because they know it's going to cost me money to fight these things. So I'm just going to dissolve the LLC. I'm getting sued all the time. I dissolved the LLC. Guess how many times I've been sued, Deb, since then? Guess how, since dissolving the LLC, guess how many times? Two? One? Zero. One? Really? I've never been sued since I dissolved it. Oh, yeah. It's all been a restraining order and shit. Yeah, right? it's all been restrained. I mean, now, if we're going to count the restraining orders people have tried to take out of me, um, hmm, I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, Who has tried and failed? You name them. Kay Peter. Legion yep. Duso, obviously. Both of them. Um, who else has tried to fail? Ryan Waters. Hadassah. Hadassah and Ryan have both tried to file criminal complaints against me, too. That went nowhere. Um, so the, you know, I just, I'm, I'm constantly, I can't even keep track of all the people that have tried to get these freaking orders on me. It's, uh, it, it's insane. So anyway, uh, I'm not going anywhere though. Uh, I'm going to keep fighting, uh, cause this is what I do. I believe in free speech and I'm certainly not going to back down to any of this shit, but getting rid of that, uh, Janetti, of course, did I say Janetti? Of course. How can I forget against? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so the thing about it is like Ryan, people, people are asking, well, the LLC's dissolved. So how are they still? Why do you need an attorney? Well, here's the deal with that. Let me see. With you get sued so often, why don't... Okay, so that's a great question. So, thank, good job, Deb. So, a couple of years ago, I tried... Like, three years ago, I tried to purchase commercial insurance for my company. Nobody's going to sell insurance to me. <laughs> Nobody's going to sell... Dude, we tried everything. I went through every agent. We're like, oh, we can get a guy. We can get a guy. And then they just Google you and they're like, wait a minute. You get sued all the time? Why would we want to sign up? For why would we want... You know what I mean? Like we're constantly going to have to pay out. Why would we ever want you as a customer? Like that's, you know, I'm, ex I'm like beyond high risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm the highest risk. So I'm like, I just got rid of it. And I'm like, I, it's luckily in this country, the bar for defamation or deformation as some people call it is extremely, Oh, FOHO. There's another one. I forgot about FOHO. I can't even keep track of all the people that have tried to get freaking orders on me, sue me, whatever. Um, Luckily now, because I'm, uh, you know, your home insurance, actually, because I'm just, you know, a, a doing business as now, your home insurance actually covers this. So it actually worked out really well. I really don't need an oh, LLC at all. Really? I, I, you know, I make, I can't write as much off in taxes. That's the downside um, oh, to not having LLC. But uh, for the most part, it has eliminated my risk. So I'm, I'm really psyched about that. So people have been asking me about that. So tonight I'm going to get into, after I talk about Monica, uh, one lawsuit by a guy named, I guarantee none of you have heard of this guy before. Uh, does anybody recognize the name Anthony Branch? Does that ring a name? Does anybody remember a blog being written about him? Because I don't even, I got, it was written in August of 2016, August 23rd, allegedly. And then I, in this state, you have three years, three years to file a defamation lawsuit. Okay. 
Guess what date, Deb, he filed the defamation lawsuit against me on? Um, two years and 355 days. Well, it was actually the three years exactly. It was oh, August exactly 23rd, on the day. 20, yeah, on the exact day. So he knows wow. what he's doing. We're going to get into Anthony Branch tonight. He's the only one that I haven't really talked about you guys with because I wasn't really worried about him at first. And I'm still not worried about him, but uh, he just won't go away. So we need to talk about that tonight. But let's start first with our victory lap with Monica Cannon Grant. Can we bring that blog up? You want the old, uh, first blog or do you want the one from today? Um, the one from today, please. Okay. And by the way, guys, thank you. Uh, uh, also, if you guys don't have, um, I have Cash App too, if you guys like that way. My Cash App is dollar sign Uncle Turtle Boy. You can send a message with that if you like what we do. Uh, and I will read it off when I get it on my phone. Okie dokie. So this blog I did today, let's uh, scroll down a little. I was so happy with this one. So Monica, the other day started putting things out, like telling people like, Hey, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, they're, they're come. The Boston globe is going to write an article about me. Can you please contact them? Can we just go to like halfway through that video and just play? Halfway through the video? Okay. Yeah. Cause I think we played like the first half. The other day. I mean, this is black regardless of how many, yeah, we did for a while, probably like yeah. right here. And yeah, run the fuck up on them. When you pick the right one today, I'm gonna sit here for a good. Let me say this: anything that happens in City Hall, I get notified by City Hall. What that means is, is that there's motherfuckers working in City Hall that gives me the alley oop. They call me from inside of meetings. They call me from inside of City Hall. They call me and hit me up and give me the drop on shit. How is it that the bitch that's in the bed on maternity leave knows everything that's happening in City Hall? So maybe y'all need to check y'all circles. But I digress. So, first, let me say. Busting on to the place. I'm going to do a drill head to the kick. If you mention me, raise a murder rate. Wet mop and red tape. Don't be with me because you love the weight. Y'all heard of me. That's fucking facts. From us and bitch, make me bust a chop. If you ain't triple G, you can take a lot. If you fully nigga, don't kill me. Tap. Bitch. Gang. Bitch. Bitch. Gang. Bitch. Gang. In your skin. And this is the shit that I'm talking about. I'm not anti anybody that has a city job. I'm anti coonery. There no. is a situation in this city of house Negroes and field Negroes that nobody wants to talk about, right? And what happens is, is the house Negroes will always cake for the oppressor. It'll always be Oz Master can't do it by itself. Oz Master really cares about us. Oz Master's gonna make sure we are right. While the rest of everybody else is fucking scraping and picking cotton and losing their fucking life and got these whips across their back. Violence in Boston. This wow. is a interesting representation here, huh? We're being threatened because of peaceful protesting. But all you captain save a whole motherfuckers got out here campaigning for him. I'm just, I'm confused. I'm gonna need somebody to break it down for me. Like y'all are trying to clock what I'm doing and you're monitoring because uh, the DA's office gave me a $6,000 grant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, y'all are monitoring $6,000. I spent 20 grand in the month of August. You don't get it mm. off of grassroots fundraising, mm. helping women, paying light bills, paying rent, paying for abortions, paying car Okay. So yeah, that's, that's just some of her highlights. So anyway, let's uh, go back. Okay. So uh, back to the story here. Um, we obviously know what a vile, uh, horrible human being this is. 
and she expected the Globe to cover for her forever. She was genuinely shocked when she got a phone call from Andrea Estes at the Globe uh, that they wanted to know about this federal grand jury thing. Now, we know that four or five months ago, Monica had her house raided and her husband was arrested by the feds because, oh, yeah, the guy was pretending to be unemployed because of the COVID pandemic to be an independent contractor. But he actually worked for the MBTA and he was collecting paychecks the whole time. He made out 70 grand in unemployment fraud. And then they went to go buy a house in Taunton for 400 grand. And in order to do that, you need to show that you have the money, the funds. And so what did he use as evidence of money? He used the violence in Boston account the nonprofit account. And there was about half a million dollars in that account. And they got approved. I don't know how they got approved with that account, but they did. And so basically all that money, it just proved that like, that's the same thing as spending it. Essentially. If you use it to get a mortgage like that, it's basically the same thing. You're saying that this is my personal income. I can do whatever I want with this. I'm good for the money. This is my money or else they wouldn't approve you. And so they got approved. And then the doing an investigation, he gets arrested. They come in the house. She brings the baby up there. She's like, Oh my God, leave me alone. And then she went silent for a while and all the, the violence in Boston kind of disappeared. They talked about restructuring on their page. They didn't post for a while. They canceled their Turkey giveaway bullshit or whatever the fuck they do. And nothing seemed right about like this whole thing. Like she, she got too quiet. And the whole time we were wondering was when is she going down? Because they're going to start investigating this. They're going to start investigating like, okay, so you have 500 grand in the bank. Where'd that come from? Why haven't you done your reporting? And if if you recall, we did our reporting at Turtle Boy. I did a two-part series on Monica's uh, nonprofit, Violet in Boston. And I showed all the checks coming in. Millions of dollars in 2020, particularly after St. George Floyd died uh, in uh, May or May, late May of 2020, after he was uh, murdered by uh, the Minneapolis police officer, basically that was a payday for Monica. She made bank after that. White people who run foundations everywhere, liberals, couldn't wait to just throw their money at, at a black cause. They're like, and then, and then, like, whoever's the loudest in the room gets it because, like, a lot of these white people they don't know any black people, so they're like, oh yeah, I'd really like to help black people. Uh, could someone direct me to the, whoever's in charge of black people and Monica's like over here y'all. And so she gets the freaking paid. They, they just threw checks at her and she's like, if you don't give me that check, you're racist, you're a white supremacist. That's basically her whole racket. And we've been calling her out and I contacted the Boston globe because they've written good stories about Monica from her perspective. They've like glowing stories about how she's a civil rights icon. On top of that, she wrote a goddamn op-ed in the Boston Globe called Here's Monica. She wrote that. Here's Monica. And so she gets all this ass kissing from the Globe. She's nothing without the Boston Globe. Like all of this, all the accolades she got from the Celtics, from all the shit, uh, the Bruins, all comes from this. And the Celtics still have the stupid tweet up honoring her as a hero among us because they're just like, okay, who's the who's in charge of black people around here? You? Okay, you're in charge. But of course, we know that black people in Boston, by and large, don't even like her. She doesn't even live in Boston. So, like, we've had remember we had um the the light skinned black guy that she doesn't like. He came on the show and he to like interview me. That was a good episode. And then, you know, it was like Black Knight in Boston on Turtle Boy, like all these 
uh, you know, people, I remember, what was that woman's name? Shug? She was cool. You remember Shug? That was a cool Shug? night. Yeah, she was Shug Avery. Wasn't that her oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she came on here. Like, I remember, that was a fun night. It was the most multiracial night in Turtle Boy history. It really and was. We were, <laughs> and we were all there to just crap on Monica. It was great. It's like, we're, you know, so, and it kind of, and I thought that was an important night because it's like, you know, it dispelled anything that like Turtle Boy's a white supremacist. Black people don't want to associate with them. It's like, no, it's really just Monica and people exactly. like her who just, you know, shout all this bullshit from the top of their whatever. So anyway, I, 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 I contacted the Globe, the two writers, Stephanie Ebert, if that's how it's pronounced, and Zoe Greenberg. They're the ones who had written these nice stories about it. Zoe Greenberg no longer works for the Globe. And I contacted them. I'm like, hey, we have a clip here of Monica Cannon Grant saying extremely racist and violent things about um, Rayla Campbell. Rayla is our friend. She is a uh, former congressional candidate who ran against Ayanna Presley. I mean, I like Rayla as a person, and but I've told her this. I'm like, she's not going to win. Like, you're you're a Republican in Massachusetts, especially in Suffolk County. You can't. I mean, I'm happy somebody runs, but you not. I, it, would you bet your Would you bet your kids like future on that? I wouldn't. Like, you know what I mean? It is what it is, and that's nothing personal. So anyway, I'm just happy she ran. And she was really no threat to Ayanna Presley, but Monica took it as a threat anyway because she made this horrible video. And I think it's somewhere included in the blog, Deb. If we can uh, see if you can find it anywhere. I, I definitely have it in this blog somewhere. Just keep scrolling down till you find it. Because we got to play that clip if you guys haven't seen this already. This is, that was insane. I assume most people have seen it already, but it is just. Yeah, but that still is jaw dropping. Yeah, it never gets that old. One, right? There it is. Yep. There, we there we go. Keep your fucking hands off. And then this heifer running against Ayanna Presley, this one here with the white husband. At some point, we're going to have to have a conversation with black folks who get in a relationship with white folks and then forget that they black. We're going to have to have that conversation. And I know it's gonna fuck with y'all nerves, it's gonna be uncomfortable, but we're gonna have to have that conversation because if white vagina and white penises jeopardize your melanin, then we need you to sit in the back of the classroom and this ain't your part of the show and you don't get to talk right now. And so you practice some self-love, know your history and realize where the fuck you came from, this ain't your part of the show. We need you to sit in the back. I need all the people that understand what it is to wake up black, regardless of how many educated gang symbols you have at the end of your name, regardless of how close in proximity you are to white supremacy, regardless of how many white penises you ride. And I ain't mad at you, sis, because if you ride in that motherfucker for a credit score, get you that house, boo. Get your 40 acres in your mule. Just don't forget that you's a nigga. Haitian black man. But I get it. He living in Utah. He getting peaked pink uncooked vagina i get uncooked it vagina i get it what i need you to do though is keep your mouth shut on black shit if you ain't ready to be black that's what i need you uncooked. to do i need you to shut the fuck up tomorrow and be disrespectful and i'll be damned if i let this 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 melanin adjacent melanin woman adjacent whose proximity to white supremacy is so disgusting, right? Um, be disrespectful to our Congresswoman because white folks have convinced her that 
they she'd been drinking the water i don't i don't know i just white folks have convinced her that she was better i don't know she was one of those um she's an exceptional negro is that what oh. it is uh she yeah. she crossed county lines to disrespect a white woman malcolm x would have blew somebody's fucking head off what or ordered okay you could stop there blow someone's fucking head off so she's complete trash so that's i i emailed that to the boston globe i'm like hey this is the person you're you know saying good things about they don't get back to me i contacted them on twitter they blocked me so they've obviously they're well aware of this it's intentionally misreporting the news the boston globe like the fake story more than the like the real one and after this all came out after that video came out and we you know we looked into non uh the nonprofit. we found out they never paid taxes they never filed their taxes at all at all ever and they still haven't filed their 2020 taxes which is when the millions of dollars came in they still haven't done it yet they can just not do it and so um and, and if the irs called she would just yell at them and call them white supremacists because it's just paper remember it's just paper so anyway uh, they don't write about it and that kind of affects everything. And so Monica's getting used to this protection, if you will. So she did, she did not see the day coming when the Boston globe wrote about her. So let's go to the top and, uh, see, and like you said, the Herald wrote about it, the Lowell sun wrote about it. All these people wrote about it and we went to the goddamn protest. Like we protested outside of Hyde park. So let's start from the top there. And the boss, let me read this Boston Globe article. Okay. So uh, community organizer who rose to prominence after rallying thousands to protest the killing of George Floyd is under federal investigation for possible misuse of donations to her nonprofit violence in Boston. Okay. So that, so we knew she was, you know, arrested, but we, I'd never seen it actually in writing that violence in Boston is also under investigation. And that makes me so fucking happy because I me guarantee too. there is just, I mean, this, there's been a long time coming. You know, after this happened, after we exposed them, she still won Bostonian of the year to the Boston Globe. Like, clearly, it did not matter. Like, people were not deterred from associating with her as much as they should. And everybody knew because the Herald wrote about it, the Lowell Sun wrote about it, and Turtle Boy wrote about it, you know? And she, if she had been crushed earlier on, the Michaela Miller scam never would have happened, okay? And because she had still had legitimacy as a result of that. But anyway, I digress. Um, Cannon Grant, who started her charity with uh, $1,000 in 2017, now operates out of a 4,000-square-foot headquarters in Hyde Park. She's come under scrutiny as part of her investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office that led to the October arrest of Clark Grant in their raid of the Taunton home. So, by the way, they forgot to point out that 4,000-square-foot office where the Turtle Boy 6, Rayla Campbell, myself, and four others went down there, and we protested institutional racism, and we were attacked by her, you know, thugs that she basically sent after us. They were going to do the thing outside. It was a nice September day. And then they had to bring it inside because we showed up and we were just playing that tape. Rayla was on the loudspeaker over and over again about <laughs> white vagina. That was a fun, fun day. There was cops everywhere. I had a lot of good, good times down there. But they <laughs> forgot to point out that she got that place because Marty Walsh gave it to her. She didn't pay a dime that god like free rent this four thousand she's literally leeching off and how did she get marty walsh to give her that well she kept calling him a motherfucker repeatedly and repeatedly and then she took pride in the fact that like 
Marty asked me, can you stop calling me a motherfucker? And it's like, can you stop acting like you know what it's like to be black? And this and that's like, ah. Oh. So basically, Marty Walsh got bullied into giving it to her. Um, anyway, so let's go on and read it. A federal grand jury recently subpoenaed records. And I did not know this. This is news to me. Records from the Suffolk District Attorney's Office, one of many public and private donors to an organization whose state admission is blah, 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 blah. So the, the Rachel Rollins office, remember, she bragged about that on tape, the six grand that she used to pay for abortions. Prosecutors are looking at whether any of the donations or grant money were spent on personal expenses, according to the people briefed on the probe. They spoke on the condition that they not be identified because prosecutors are looking at. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, wait. You, you, you doubled. Yeah, you oh, doubled it. They spoke on the condition they not be identified. <laughs> because they are authorized to speak publicly. So they are looking into that, and I'm sure they're going to find quite a lot. Uh, a spokeswoman for the, the attorney's office said, we don't uh, can't confirm or deny. Clark Grant is accused of committing COVID unemployment fraud. We know all that. He collected almost 70 grand in benefits. Uh, he was employed the whole time. We've covered that. Keep going. Grant also listed the nonprofit's bank account as his own personal account. <laughs> <laughs> and applying for the mortgage, which is just amazing. And I love these memes that somebody made for us too of these uh the oh, market yeah. <laughs> that pink he getting that pinked uncooked vagina un pretty handwriting. <laughs> like as opposed to like the burnt <laughs> vagina. What I, I get never it. heard that in my life. Uh, okay, you can keep going with that uncooked vagina. Okay. Um so, Cannon Grant, a mother of six, has emerged as a prominent figure in the Black Lives Matter movement in recent years because of you, Boston Globe. Mm -hmm. You're the reason that she is. Their, their failure to take any part in this is amazing. She organized the march in Franklin Park that drew thousands of people to protest the deaths of black people at the hands of police. She formed a collaboration, blah, 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 blah. Keep going. For her efforts, she was honored, honored by the Bostonian, as Bostonian of the Year, by Boston Globe magazine, and hailed as the best social justice advocate. Yes, you guys did that. You built her up. And so there's the email that I wrote to Zoe Greenberg and uh, Andrew, not Andrea, this um, Stephanie Ebert that was ignored. And I sent that video that we played earlier. You can keep going down. Um, and there's the Herald article. So we see that the Herald has written about it. Like uh, the Lowell Sun has written about it. There's no reason the Globe should not have written about this, except they're intentionally ignoring it. So this chick go up, this other columnist go up, Janae Oster or whatever her fucking name is. She's like Oster some, some uh, you know, a light skinned black woman, uh, millennial who is just a raging liberal. And she was the one that wrote this later puff piece after this all came out. Okay. And I told her, I sent her a message about it blocks me. It's just like, you're such liars and frauds, mainstream media. They really are the enemy of the people. You're just lying to the public. You're intentionally, by intentionally not telling them the truth about Monica Cannon Grant, you are in fact lying because she will victimize more people. So you can keep going. So it goes on to say, when contacted by the Globe on Thursday about the investigation, Cannon Grant said, I'm clueless to what you're talking about. I have no comment. I should probably talk to my lawyers. And by talk to my lawyers, she meant go on a freaking live stream later on <laughs> with some guy named Brother Gary and just you know call this attacks white supremacy and then urge her followers to harass Andrea Estes and try to bully her from preventing this article, which she ended up writing anyway. She alleged that she is targeted by the government, white supremacists, 
and a small group of black people who are jealous of her success. I love how Andrea included that in her story because that makes Monica look so bad. You mm-hmm. know, this, this whole, uh, uh, you know, everybody's who doesn't like me is a white supremacist. Like, you know, she's on there bragging about how she went to, like she's literally bragged about being a multi-million dollar organization. More money, more problems. Nobody paid me any mind, but after she received awards and accolades, some people felt she didn't deserve them and she became a target. She said, oh yeah, it's all, it's all everyone else's fault. In a statement, their lawyer, Rob Goldstein said, we don't know the nature or scope or any investigation, but can't confirm that both Monica and violence in Boston are fully cooperating with any and all informational requests so that any investigation can be swiftly wrapped up and Monica and violence in Boston can focus solely on a poor work. So that's just lawyer talk. The globe could not verify certain financial information. This is interesting because the nonprofit appears not to have filed some of the federal tax documents required of public charities. It's only federal tax return filed in 2020 said the organization had raised and spent 85 grand in the previous year. I found that too. So again, Boston globe, I've done all this research already. I found all this shit out. I know that I've, written about it. I sent it to you. You didn't do shit with it. I'm like 85 grand. That's all this freaking place brought in. And, and she just happened to spend that exact amount. And by the way, right. no, no salaries were listed at all. And so I'm like, I'm going to do this goddamn shit myself. And if you recall, I filed a freedom of information act request or a public records request mm-hmm. with the city of Boston in 2020. And I want to see any checks written by the city of Boston to VIB. I want to know how much the city is actually given to this woman. And if you recall, they I almost had to get Secretary of State involved. They have two weeks. They took 11 months to get back mm-hmm. to me. And then I found out, uh, we're going to see below, 54 grand they gave this woman. $54,000. Anyway, um, they talk about that there. Now, this is interesting. Um, do they, so they did they mention Rollins recusing herself? Right here. Okay. So that summer, then Suffolk District Attorney Rachel Rollins announced she was awarded hundred grand in grants to 21 nonprofits and all. The money came out of the office, uh, office's asset forfeiture fund seized during drug arrests. Can we just stop right there? I think that's wild, by the way, that mm-hmm. when, when they just do drug arrests and they find all this money now, the DA just gets to keep it and then give it to her favorite liberal nonprofits. I think that's... So basically, Monica and all of these nonprofits are being funded by drug money, right? That's what that means, right? Right? Like, yeah, that's does. where the grant is coming from. Like, I don't know what the ethical thing to do with drug money is. But I, I, mean, I don't know why it's like a slush fund for her choosing. That's just weird. Like, yeah, that is know. weird. That is that the the district attorney just gets to decide. Shouldn't it go in like the city treasury or something? Right, I don't or know. like some sort of like commu- or, or at least did. collaboration where they get to don't decide who gets it, like as a community, you know. Or the police department, they're the one like arresting these people, like give it to them, you know? Yeah. Our, our communities are stronger thanks to our nonprofits and their staff who work to, to prevent youth violence and substance use, who focus on improving the mental health of our young people. First of all, it's not true. Like nonprofits, I'm sure there's some good ones out there, but by and large, they're all fucking scams and they're all owned by liberals and they're just these fucking, you know, 
these these ways for these people to just not work <laughs> and get government money because there's a lot of money out there to grab. Like the, people don't realize how many rich people are out there. Rich people kick ass. I love rich people because uh, you know I, I think rich people are so cool. Some people don't like the rich. I love the rich. Uh, I think I I, I can't. I want to be rich, obviously. Um, I'm not, but that would be really cool to just be like, you know what? I have like a hundred grand. I'm just to throw at something. It's like, who wants it? Who can I give it to? And I think that's fucking right. like, so there's a lot of people out there that have money for shit like this. And they're just like looking for something to donate to. And that's how not, that's where nonprofits come in. That's where they make their money off of rich people. So the federal investigation into Cannon Grant, uh, who became us attorney was the Suffolk district attorney. Um, so I'll oh, begin what? <laughs> wow, Rollins. Okay, who became so here's the problem, right? So Rollins, when this began, the United States attorney was, I believe, Andrew Lelling, who was left over from the Trump administration. And obviously Joe Biden gets to appoint the new US attorney for Massachusetts, and he picked this idiot, Rachel Rollins. And Rachel Rollins decides that she is going to um, you know, like uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you know. Would she go after Monica is what people are wondering because she did disavow Monica to her credit, but only because it was politically, she realized this woman is political garbage. Like she's oh, yeah. no, no use to me. And, but would she can't be trusted? Like her office literally donated to her. And so she is recusing herself from this investigation. That's interesting piece of reporting by the globe there in a statement, the office of Suffolk DA Kevin Hayden said, we are aware and we are cooperating fully. We have all suspended all ex external expenditures from the asset forfeiture fund pending an internal review of procedures and controls. That's interesting. So they're basically saying Rollins, fuck this all up. We're not just giving out money anymore. Yeah. So under the department of justice rules, Rollins would probably be recused from the investigation. Others who provided grants to violence in Boston include the city of Boston, which awarded 54 grand in grants and the Cummings foundation, which donated a hundred thousand dollars over three years. And I looked up the Cummings foundation and I found, uh, this chick down here. Then by the, there she is Joyce, uh, whatever the fuck her name is. Viriotes. Like whatever the fuck the Cummings foundation is. This woman runs it. You know she's wealthy. You know she lives in the suburbs. You know she was looking for a black person to just feel she's better. She's a about reparations herself. person, totally. Right. She's totally like a done for Dee yeah. kind of chick. <laughs> I just and gonna say that. Done. You know. So she's down for the cause. Gives it to him, and uh, you know, she's a victim though, tactically, because Monica was just wasn't actually using that for the community. She was using it to enrich herself, which we all knew, which was the most obvious thing in the whole goddamn world. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and like, like Teresa says, every town now and city has some sort of diversity, equity, and inclusion person making 140 grand a year. They don't do anything. They do nothing. They don't fix anything. These people that's just, it's called the racism industrial complex. And I've been writing about it since the beginning of time. So, um, you can go down. Um, yeah, basically. All right. So anyway, um, like the, the, the things that I included at the bottom of this blog, if you didn't see it yet, some of the things that the globe didn't mention, like things I liked about the two things I liked about this story was number one, I found out that tidbit about Rachel Rollins recusing herself. That was interesting. And the fact that we have confirmed that there is a, uh, you know, a grand federal grand jury investigation into Monica, which is no joke. Okay. If she did this, if she like 
spent if they can show that she spent like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars on herself, which I'm pretty sure they're gonna find, she's going to jail. And if that happens, guys, we are gonna have an actual Turtle Boy event. I gotta meet at an event like a Monica goes to jail party. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna find a, we're gonna find a bar to host it. It's gonna be a great fucking time. We're gonna all celebrate Monica, Ken, and Grant going to prison, and it's gonna be awesome. And the Celtics, by the way, still have up their tweet honoring her. So they didn't mention the, the, the things I didn't like. They didn't mention the fact that the Celtics and the Bruins kind of pimped this woman up. That she is, um, you know, brought in millions of dollars from places like the Phantom Gourmet, who she shook down after they got in some trouble in 2020. Keep on going. They didn't mention anything to do with um, the Michaela Miller thing. Nothing to do about how no, she raised. Of course, yeah. Then you notice they omitted that like conveniently. That was a big thing. The, the Michaela Miller thing, you know that, and and keep on going. Let's see what else. Um, they, 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 so the Michaela Miller thing, there it is. So, um, like I said, uh, she made, she, this whole thing, remember she lied about that poor girl in Hopkinton who killed herself. And she said, uh, five white teenagers who she doxed, she named them all and said that they, they lynched her and that turned out to be untrue. And they raised $60,000 for the, um, go scroll down the investigation, right? Uh, violence in Boston has completed is in the process of Michaela Miller receiving an independent autopsy. She is on her way. So they, she claimed and play this tape. She actually says it. This is wild. Did an independent autopsy yesterday. I got on the phone with Tito Jackson and the funeral home. We paid to transport Michaela to a independent autopsy what? yesterday. What? Where? Where? And speaking with this doctor. Who's the doctor? Do y'all realize that the autopsy that we paid for took two to three hours? I don't, who who did it? Where In was someone's it? someone's garage. Yeah. Two to three and, hours. Beep. Beep. And that pause this it, particular pause doctor it. stated. Uh, I'd also <laughs> like to remind you that Michaela Miller was cremated a couple days after she died. So it's hard to do an independent autopsy on ashes. So there's that. So this is all obviously a lie, and Ben Crump was involved too. They brought it, they brought in the big guns. He, usually he's shaking down police departments, you know, uh, whenever there's a police killing of a black guy. But he, you know, he came out to Hopkins for this, and I think he realized after a while, oh shit, there's no money here. So he skipped town. So play the rest. The funeral home does not have to leave. They can actually stay because we had to send Michaela out of state to have it done. Ooh, because it see. only takes two to three hours, and we don't Ooh. want them to have to go back and forth, being that we are out of state. So have oh. them stick around. Oh, because it only takes two oh to three hours. Oh, when she talks like that. Oh, very serious. So no, she's that, serious. It was just all a fucking lie. There was no autopsy. There was nothing. She just made it all up. She enriched herself. They raised almost 60 grand with the GoFundMe for her and her deadbeat abusive mother, by the way, who kicked the shit out of her. Um, keep on going. Dog, shut up. Shall we play that video or no? Yeah, let's play it real quick. Get ready to take legal action. And then like Monica. Oh, no, actually, do we? He's been so we don't need that one. No? Okay. This is one where she goes on off on the light-skinned black guy. She hates Yeah, oh, yeah. She ha she hates black people who turn against her more than 
more than me, who she just calls a white supremacist. Um, keep on going. She complains about all these people here. Everybody hates me. She posted pictures of guns. We showed the rap video before with their son, uh, Naraya, whatever the fuck his name is. This is a violence prevention nonprofit that she runs to. <laughs> There's her lovely son who works for her, gets paid for her. Keep on going down. And this was great. Can we play this Rayla one where, so she, and that's another thing the globe never mentioned was the fact that Monica Cannon Grant was associated with some very prominent politicians. You name it. Elizabeth Warren, um, not Ed Markey. She didn't like Ed Markey. She liked Joe Kennedy who was running for the United States Senate. Um, I obviously, Ayanna Presley, Rachel Rollins, city councilors, Julia Mejia and Andrea Campbell both proudly associated with her. And after all this came out, Joe Kennedy's team still associated where, because Joe Kennedy needed some black people to hold against Ed Markey to be like, Ed Markey's a racist. What a, <laughs> come on. Uh, and, and so this is what happens. So remember Rachel Rollins told Rayla to go down here and harass Monica at this event because Rachel Rollins supported Ed Markey. So she was basically using Rayla, which is fucking hilarious, because Rayla still turned on her anyway. So play this. Guess where I'm at? Because he is Guess with us. Who is standing there? Or comfortably, but when it's <laughs> necessary and when it's right. Because Our just today, he stood with me in front with of him Kennedy. as the only federal official who stood. Is he going to denounce her comments? Let's find out. He knows. Monica Cannon Grant, where are you, turtle boy? All right, I'm right here. <laughs> there she is. She starts going right around now, I think. Hold on. She fast forwarded on her end, too. I think she freaks out some point here. Right around now? Oh, when Kennedy gets up there, that's when she does it. Hey, Joe, you gonna denounce the bigot behind you? Oh, I dropped something. I'm melanin adjacent, apparently, according to her. Are you gonna say something about that? Rayla Campbell, for Congress. You gonna say something about what she's been doing while you're standing up there giving hugs? Was she wanna on a 40-minute racial tirade about my family? about me about me being married to a white man talking about how people should shoot me in the head you need to stop it shut the fuck up she called me a nigger Uh oh a nigger all right and you're standing there celebrating her i'm running for congress against diana presley do i need this from someone who i don't even know who has no authority. That was fucking legendary. I love her for that. That was awesome. <laughs> and, yeah, the, was. and I want to smack whoever that idiot was next to her being like, this is not your moment. Bitch, it's my moment. Whatever the fuck I say it is. It's not right? your moment. Shut the fuck up. It's my moment whenever the hell I want it to be. How about that? So anyway, um, let me just, uh, by the way, I got a dono here real quick on the turtle chat. I'm going to bring up, I also got one on my phone. We got one from Seven Pounder. He says, sends $10. He goes, for your weekly donation to the Aiden Jr. Adoption Fund. 
And we are going, well, we're going to, well, we're going to, we don't know if his name's going to be Aiden Jr. in fairness, because we're, he hasn't decided his gender yet. Okay. That's Janetti's former baby, my future baby, etc. So Suzanne says $25 for Monica's headstone for the Turtle Boy graveyard. And I'll tell you, I mean, she's on her way to the Turtle Boy graveyard. She's not completely there yet. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a monumental, monumental day when that actually happens. Okay. I cannot fucking wait for that to happen. So, uh, anyway, and again, this is what we do folks. People like, you know, turtle boy. Oh, you're just right about salacious bullshit, blah, blah, blah. No, this, these are the kind of stories we do. And these are the results that we get. Monica Cannon Grant is a horrible, horrible person. She's dangerous, psychotic, rude, has hurt the lives of many. She's a fraud. She's, you know, it's done serious damage to race relations in this state. And in the city of Boston, and she's just been getting away with it. Cause, and then, so somebody's got to call that out, and that's where I come in, man. That's what I love to do is call out people like this. It was a goddamn freaking pleasure. Okay, so you know, I was gonna get that one took a little longer than I wanted, so I'm gonna go right to the Tony Branch stuff, if you don't mind. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So let me show you guys. Uh, I don't even know the. I took the blog down. I can't even find it anymore. Um, so I'm just gonna show you a couple pictures here. Well, who this guy is. Oh God! Look at this hustler. Hold on, stream. And again, if you guys like the program and you want to donate, there's a the Turtle Chat is linked at the top, uh, and also my Cash App is Dollar Sign Uncle Turtle Boy. So, um, let's see here. All right. So this this is Tony Branch. He's like a member or maybe the leader of the NAACP. And look at this guy. Okay. So there was um. Something happened. Let me see. Let me see. Housemaster. Let me see. So um, there was a protest at Brockton High School uh, a few years ago because they wanted. Is this him? <laughs> uh, they wanted to get rid of the term housemaster, which is like what they use for uh, deans in the high school or whatever. And so I, you know, I don't even remember if I, I mean, it was 2016. I had a bunch of bloggers writing for me. I'm, I can't even remember if I wrote this blog. Uh, but either way, this guy got involved in it. And I think the exact wording that was used in the blog was uh, like, he's a fake bishop. Like he went to an online school. It's like, uh, I don't know if he's actually a bishop or not. It's a fucking joke, obviously. Like, you know, when we call people deb, like fake pastors or whatever, like it's tongue in cheek, okay? Like you're allowed to make jokes like that, okay? Like you're yeah. a fake bishop. I don't know if he's a fucking bishop. My, he doesn't act like my bishop, okay? The bishop I know is a pointy hat and a stick. And, uh, you know, yep. this, like the, what I'm talking, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like the racism yeah. industrial complex, just these hustlers that always you know, Soraya Rivera types that become pastors so they don't have to pay taxes on their property. Yeah, you know the type. So anyway, this guy is one of those. And so I'm like, oh, what the hell is this guy getting involved in this shit for? You know, and I did a, you know, a, a blog was published on him on Turtle Boy. And I don't even remember the blog. It obviously wasn't very big back then. It was 2016. A lot of you weren't even following back then. And so three years to the date later, this guy sues me. And I'm like, who the fuck is Anthony branch? <laughs> so that was my first question. Who the fuck is this guy? And so I'm like, okay, like whatever. Like I I'm already dealing with the general lawsuit, all these other fucking lawsuits, the Mark Aldana lawsuit. And I'm like this, I'm like another fucking lawsuit. Are you kidding me? Whatever. So I have this attorney, uh, 
this guy named Ed. And, uh, you know, Ed's a nice guy. But uh, I, he's like, you know, just he's like, just give me 500 bucks. I'll file motions to dismiss on Branch and Aldana. Okay. And so he files one on both of them. And three of the four get dismissed with Aldana. But with the branch one, it doesn't get dismissed. Um, and uh, basically, we tried a bunch of different maneuvers. Like most cases don't get, it's hard to get a motion to dismiss how this works. And usually after a motion to dismiss happens, if it fails, then you go to discovery. And discovery is a lengthy process where both sides show their evidence that they have, that they will be presenting a trial. And that takes a long time because you have to ask for discovery from the other side and so because he's suing, he, what does he have to show me? So he claims that he lost all of this business because of me. And in his complaint, he specifically says that he lost, uh, you know, wedding gigs. He does a lot of weddings and uh, he had like a $42,000 a year pastor job that was denied to him because of this. Now, he wants us to believe that, you know, some church out there or whatever was going to give him a pastor job. And then they're like, oh, I was going to give you this job. But then I read this article on Turtle Boy and uh, he called you a fake bishop. So mm-hmm. we don't know if your credentials are real. <laughs> like what? That's fucking obviously ridiculous. So in order to win a defamation suit, you have to be able to prove if you are a public figure like he is, you have to prove that it, what you said was untrue, that you knew it was untrue, that you did so with malice, with the intention to hurt him, and that you have provable damages. Winning a defamation lawsuit in this country is almost impossible. Almost no defamation lawsuits win. Even the strongest cases sometimes get don't pass the bar. And that's a good thing, right? Because of our, you know, we don't want to live in a country where anybody, like, free speech is quelled by that. You know, people shouldn't be afraid to talk and, you know, and, and it, defamation specifically protects against, you know, humor, against, uh, you know, there's a million defenses for defamation. And so that's why I'm not even worried about, like, losing a lawsuit or whatever like that. It's just a matter of how much money are you going to have to pay. Right. And so, you know, Ed files this motion to dismiss and it doesn't work out. Then Ed gets offered a new job and he's like, I can't, I don't have time for this anymore. So you're going to have to find a new attorney. And after discovery you you can file for something called summary judgment summary judgment is what i did with gordon davis it's what i did with gaffney it's basically another motion to dismiss and it comes after discovery and there it's a lot easier to prevail we had a motion for summary judgment with um uh failure swift okay and those we i've gotten a whole bunch of lawsuits thrown out with summary judgment and again getting there is the expensive part And so we missed because my lawyer basically left and then didn't get the file to my new lawyer. We missed the freaking deadline for summary judgment. So we would be going to trial with this one. Okay. And I've never been to a trial. I'm not worried about losing at all because he's got, no, it's just going to be expensive and like time. Right. Right. Yeah. And this guy is a shakedown artist. So he, he offered Ed, my old attorney there, he goes, how about we do this? We your, your client, like he's a real smooth talker. How about we do this with your client? Give me 600 bucks. That's one wedding. Give me 600 bucks. We'll call it even. So he's suing me. He's saying he lost like 70 grand and all this shit. And by the way, he said 
this is my favorite party. I used to do 10 weddings a year, but now I only do three. And in 2020, I didn't do any weddings. Uh, yeah, because of the pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, yeah. It's my fault COVID happened. <laughs> like, yep. this is actually happening. He's, he's suing me because he couldn't get any weddings in 2020. That's great. So obviously, this guy is a shakedown artist. This is just what he does. And he's hoping I'll just give him $600 because guess what? It's free for him. And he didn't. He got all his fees waived because he's indignant. And so I'm going to show you guys right now. This motherfucker, the number of lawsuits that this guy has filed in this state is absolutely obscene. So I'm going to go over to mass courts right now. And I'm going to show you this. So let's go to Brockton District Court. Rhode Island's is so much better than ours. I hate ours. Branch. Anthony. All right. So look at all these goddamn lawsuits. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Jeez. Oh, my God. Going like, And so I start clicking on these, right? And instead of clicking through these, I'm going to show you, I got a whole, I, I screenshotted them all and I'll just make it easier by bringing them up over here just to see some of these goddamn uh, lawsuits that this guy has brought for. It, it's insane how many times this guy has been brought to court. So here's one discover bank versus Anthony branch. I will find, I'm going to circle wherever it says the, uh, how it was ruled. So judgment, so he failed to appear and uh, $2,856 was the judgment against him. So that's that's one. That's Discover Bank. Next one was Norfolk Financial Corporation versus Anthony Branch. This was in 2005. Um, magistrate trial. I don't even know what the hell this one is. Whatever. He got sued by them. Next one is uh, American Express Bank. Versus so these are all like credit stuff. These are all credit stuff. Like this guy, this is what this guy does. Three thousand five hundred dollar judgment against him. Uh, in, I uh, know three. It started with three thousand one hundred or three thousand four hundred, and then he never paid it. And so the execution date. I don't know. They basically he never pays. It seems like this guy never pays. He always has judgments against him, and he never seems to pay. Here's another one. He sued Emmanuel Gomez. The chief of police of the town of Brockton. Don't think that went anywhere. And then he sued the next chief of police of the city of Brockton, mm -hmm. John Crowley. Equable Asante. And by the way, this is all free for him. He just represents himself every single time. Like this guy is the most litigious motherfucker. So here's one. Uh, Equable Ascent Financial LLC versus Tony Branch. And then down here... Um, Judgment against Anthony Branch for how much? $6,300 right there. Another loss. Next one, FIA Card Services versus Branch. This one, I think I already did this one. This no, you didn't. It's a different one. Oh, no. oh, my God. At the end of every one, it goes suggestion of bankruptcy. Every single one says <laughs> suggestion of bankruptcy. Why don't you and just do it? Like Maybe he did. I mean, I don't. I didn't look up his bankruptcy records, but this one, how much did he lose here? Uh it's hard to tell. Whatever. He, whatever. Bankruptcy. Here's the next one. This is uh, another one uh, where he had to pay this time. Actually, is that the right one? Uh, this one. Oh, Capital One versus Anthony Branch. Down here. 
Total he owed 1343 judgment against him. Another one. What's up next? Uh, we have Cash, Catch LLC, whatever that is, uh, versus Anthony Branch. Um, defendant failed to failed appear. To appear. So he just fails to appear. This doesn't go to court. Barclays, uh, Delaware versus Anthony Branch. This one is a damage amount of 1669. Uh, a cap a capius. This is basically like you don't pay. And then they send the sheriff after you. So the KPS had to be issued for him. Um, next one, this would be, uh, LVNV funding LLC versus Anthony branch. And by the way, if you look at the dates on this one, this is, uh, 2020. 2020. Like he just had a court date for this, uh, on 12, 8, 2021. It was a magistrate hearing. Okay. You can't see any of the documents with that. Uh, so we don't know what this is for. Uh, this is Midland credit financial versus Anthony branch. Uh, how much did they, uh, this is still ongoing. He had recently had a court date. Uh, uh, they had small claims. He has another court date on April 27th. Next one, American express versus Anthony branch. Um, he had a judgment against him here for failure to appear. Um, doesn't say, okay. So anyway, that's that. Now there's more, there's more, this gets better. Okay. Uh, let me bring up, that was just out of district court. Now let's go to superior court. So, uh, that's brought every, you know, there's counties and there's districts and Brockton is in Plymouth County. So we are going to go to, so these are all his cases in Brockton district court. Now let's go to superior court, Plymouth County. And we will go to branch Anthony and see what we come up with here. Okay. So he's got three cases here. Wait till you see these. The second one is mine, but here's the first one. Let's click on number one here. Okay. So mass Anthony mass branch, support. he's, he's suing the mass department of revenue of child support enforcement division. Okay. Now, we can go down here, and this is uh, the last thing that was on the docket here was a Rule 56 hearing. I don't even know what that is, but I look at, you can click on some of the documents. What has happened? The last one, judgment ordered after rescript, judgment affirmed. Um, where does it say the initial judgment? Uh, parties notified of appeals. Okay, judgment. Here's the judgment. Entered on this date after hearing. Judgment for the Department of Revenue and Child Enforcement Services. So he sued for the place that is collecting child support from him, and he lost, okay? Um, I'm not sure how much he owed or why he felt like he shouldn't pay child support or what the whole deal was. We can probably see it in his initial complaint here. What's this one? Let's see. We click on these. Let's go over here. Oh, wait do you see this. Wait do you see this. Brother Branch. This is my life, getting sued by assholes like this. Okay, so this is Anthony Branch. Um, nope, wrong one. Wrong one. Rule 56 is a summary judgment. Here we go. Okay. Is is a what? Summary judgment. Oh, summary judgment. Okay, so that's probably... I'm hmm. not sure how that went, but um, he lost. So um, this is where it says the plaintiff 
Anthony Michael Branch. Does this we have this up here? Cool. The plaintiff, Anthony Michael Branch. I know I zoom in. Okay. Uh, brings this action for declarative injunctive relief, seeking a determination as to the legality of the Department of Revenue's enforcement action suspending his driver's license without affording him any notices or hearings in case reviews in accordance with statutory provisions. So basically, the Mass RMV forwarded the plaintiff a notice of license suspension on December 1st, 2016, suspending his license effective December 11th, 2016. This is after the blog was published about him. However, subsequent to receiving notice, the plaintiff received no notices from them. The plaintiff immediately responded to the notice, informed the Department of Revenue of his not receiving the prior notices, requesting a reinstatement of his driver's license. So he had his driver's license suspended because he didn't pay child support. And then he claims he never got it. And uh, the facts of the case, this court has jurisdiction to make sure the determination as to the party's rights when an actual controversy exists. In addition, section two provides that blah, blah, blah. It's just leak. I mean, this guy, this is all this guy does. This is like, he's like a, the black Ryan waters. Okay. Uh, out of Brockton out, on December 7th, the plaintiff received a notice that he was suspended, blah, blah, blah. The plaintiff left a voicemail. Um, he, he oh, it said, it said like he believed his ex-spouse was receiving preferential treatment from their manager or something. And that's why that, I like, Oh, on December 13th, go up. go up. It was like up there. Yeah. Right there. Like number five. Okay. The plaintiff contacted Child Support Enforcement Unit Regional Manager Williams by telephone twice regarding the notice, leaving voicemail messages and indicated he had no prior notice from the department and that the plaintiff believed his ex-spouse, on information and belief, is now former state employee, was still receiving preferential treatment from their case manager. And we're going to see more about her. There's another lawsuit involving her later on. The plaintiff contacted Child Support Enforcement uh, Manager Kelly Sexton. He explained to her that he received no prior notices. The suspension would interfere with the parenting of his children in job search. All right. And he was unsure how the department. So I, by the way, I, this guy doesn't have a fucking license. This guy doesn't have a fucking car. He can't drive a car. And, but I'm the reason he can't get a job. Yeah. The fact that you might, you don't have a car might also contribute to that. Might I say, you don't, maybe you have a car. I apologize. You don't have a fucking license. That might have something to do with it. Yeah, all his other ongoing issues have nothing to do with that, right? Like, right, nothing, I'm sure he nothing. didn't pay all those credit card people for like 10 years because all because that's $600 that he wants from you. Exactly. Unbelievable. So um, he was unsure of the department was interviewing, knowing his divorce judgment stipulated child support was between he and his ex-spouse and requested a hearing. He refused to recall the driver's license suspension unless the plaintiff, who has been unemployed, since October of 2015, <laughs> unemployed since October of 2015, submitted a payment in the amount of $2,000. Miss Sexton then transferred the plaintiff's call to her supervisor to ascertain if he would stop the driver's license suspension. The plaintiff explained his conversation. However, Mr. Williams became defensive with respect to the department's actions and refused to intervene. Uh, the plaintiff filed a complaint for modification of child support. Um, the plaintiff received a license payment agreement requiring a payment of $2,000, $2,030 to reinstate his operate, uh, a motor, right to operate a motor vehicle. The plaintiff, a plaintiff by letter appealed to the deputy commissioner in charge of the child support division. 
with a blah, blah, blah. I mean, this guy's just a deadbeat. He doesn't have a fucking job. He hasn't worked by his own admission since October. He doesn't have a, he can't fucking drive because he doesn't pay his child support. He owes creditors thousands of dollars for, you know, things he never shows up for. This guy lives in the fucking courthouse. He's a hustler. And does this sound, and when I say fake bishop, okay, like when I say, say fake bishop, does this, like it's obviously a joke because this isn't, like my bishop doesn't owe capital one six grand. Okay. My bishop doesn't owe fucking child support and isn't suing the department of child support saying, Oh, no fair. I can't drive a car. Cause you guys are contacted the RMV. That's not fair. No, that's, these aren't things a bishop does in my world, maybe in his world. Okay. But I called him a fake bishop jokingly as a result of that. Okay. So he goes on to say, the defendant did not conduct any case review in response to his letter um, on or about the plaintiff received a final determination of delinquency. However, the plaintiff's driver's license had already been suspended. The defendant suspended the plaintiff's privilege to have a driver's license without conducting the case in accordance with the whatever. Um, the defendant enforcement action suspending the plaintiff's driver license deprives the plaintiff of the freedom to make use of his property or his family's property. <laughs> it deprives him of the freedom to so look for employment. He even own his own his own car. Is that what he this means? This is this is literally Ryan Waters, just the black Ryan Waters from Brockton. The defendant's enforcement action is volatile to the plaintiff's visitation rights, which are constitutionally protected, as it intentionally deprives him of the necessary right to operate a motor vehicle, intentionally and tortuously. That's, that's not a necessary right, like. What? You, you, yeah, you can see your children other ways. It's not just a vehicle. You can get on a bus. You can walk. Yeah, you yeah can motherfucker. Take the bus to see your kids, motherfucker. Seriously? Have someone right. drop them off. Yeah. Like, you don't you're, have a right to, like, drive yeah. a car. You're a bishop. Make the priest drive you. You're in charge. You know? Get get on that. The defendant enforcement uh, action was contrary to the public policy, and you, the plaintiff, was not employed and had no ability to pay arrangements and had not shown to the plaintiff the legal involvement in his judgment of divorce Nissi, whatever that is. Anyway, so he basically, uh, you know, sues them for that. And there's the child support that he owes. And so he loses this case. Okay. So he sues oh, them. You're going to have to send that to me later. He loses. I, I should do a blog on it. I really should. Um, but he loses this because we saw there and then he appealed it. And this is just what the guy does. Okay. Judgment order, uh, the criminal the original judgment is affirmed. So the most recent judgment was affirmed. There, is there more documents on this? There's a whole bunch of documents on this. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. So anyway, um, what's this one? Click this one. Where do you see the next case though? Not mine. The next one. Let's see. This one brings us to... Okay, so these are all just things he files with the court. Okay. So let me go on to the, the next judges. So that's one guy. He owes child support. Now let's click on this one. So this is Anthony Michael Branch versus Antonio Harris. And wait till you hear this story, Deb. You're going to love this one. <laughs> wait, wait, is this paperwork? Yeah, oh, wait, I, I have the wrong thing. Okay. I'm going to bring it up over here. Okay. So this is Anthony Michael Branch versus Antonio Harris. Um, defendant instituted a complaint for protection 
from harassment against the plaintiff by filing a complaint in the Brockton District Court. So he's fi- so Branch is filing a lawsuit or a, a complaint for protection. No, the defendant, Harris, instituted a complaint for protection from harassment against the plaintiff by filing a complaint. So the, Harris tries to get an order on Branch. In that complaint, Harris alleged that the plaintiff committed three or more acts of willful and malicious conduct aimed at the defendant, which were committed with the intent to commuse, cause fear, blah, 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 blah. The defendant alleged on or about April 17th that the plaintiff, Branch, by force, threat, okay. or arrest, caused <laughs> what? I'm just reading ahead. <laughs> I know. Caused him to involuntarily engage in sexual relations. So again, Harris alleged that the plaintiff, who is Branch, by force, threat, or duress, caused him, the defendant, to involuntarily engage in sexual relations. So I guess Harris is saying that Branch made him have sex against his will. Is that right? Is that that's how you what read that, that sounds like to me. Yeah. That's what, at least that's what Branch is saying. Brother Branch. So the defendant alleged on or about April 22nd that the plaintiff, Branch, committed against him an act that constitutes a violation of one of the following statutes. Indecent assault and battery, rape, statutory rape, assault with intent to rape, enticing a child, criminal stoking, stalking, I think he meant to write, criminal harassment, drugging for sexual intercourse. So Harris alleges that about Branch. The complaint, the plaintiff committed no such acts. On May 13th, the defendant's false allegations in public testimony resulted in the issuance of a harassment prevention order, which was, so he got the order. <laughs> so, so Harris got the order. He says they're false, but the judge believed they were not, which restricted the plaintiff's liberties and placed the plaintiff in the statewide domestic violence recording system. So this guy, remember this guy, remember, nothing is ever this fucking guy's fault. He loses a, a, a job. It's my fault. Right. He can't pay child support and the RMV takes not his fault. Nothing's his fucking fault. He gets a harassment order against him because this guy's claiming that he made him fuck his fuck up. I don't know what the fuck he's alleging, but he got an order on him by his own admittance. So that's wild. People are saying rape. That's I don't know. The defendant maliciously and without probable cause instituted proceedings by a notice of clerks alleging that the plaintiff violated the harassment prevention order. So he violates it. The defendant's false allegations could have subjected the plaintiff to a fine of up to $5,000 or an imprisonment of two and a half years and has corrections. By reason of the defendant's malicious prosecution of plaintiff, plaintiff was subjected to great indignity and personal humiliation, pain and suffering of mind and body of his good name and reputation with the community. So basically this guy got an order against him was accused of violating it. And then he's like, Oh, you're hurting my reputation by having this order out on me. What? <laughs> like what? That's like OJ Simpson saying like, man, that whole fucking trial you guys had on me there, you know, I got not guilty, but that really hurt my rep. So I'm going to sue you now. What? This is a court order, dude. What are you talking about? Goes on to say at all times mentioned defendant was engaged in, Oh, this is where it gets juicy. So Harris was engaged in an extramarital sexual affair with the plaintiff's then wife, Evelyn Wiggins Branch. So what he fails to point out is Harris fucked his wife. So the guy fucked his wife. And then he's now imagine that, Deb, 
You sue the guy who fucks your wife. So the guy fucks your wife. And then he gets an order on you somehow. And then you violate the order. And then you sue him for fucking your wife and fucking up your reputation too. Right. (laughs) What a cuck. What an absolute cuck. These are the people who fit me. Anyway, uh, he goes on to say, on May 31st, the defendant, through his attorney, made the demand of the plaintiff for a hundred grand. Interesting. The defendant engaged in an extramarital affair at the Holiday Inn Express. Give oh, it to her in Braintree. Oh, the that's that's like Janetti's Gold Star right there. The Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, that's, that's, they got yeah, the honeymoon suite there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She got the she got the the upper class treatment there. There's a coffee pot in the room and everything. Through subpoena deuces. The records of the Holiday Inn Express were obtained, including the receipt of the guest's visit. I didn't know they could do this. The viewing of the security surveillance video, which showed the defendant entering the hotel, checking in under the name Antonio Harris, being assigned to room 306, accepting the credit card size door access key, and later exiting the elevator on the third floor. Through subpoenas, the records of the Holiday Inn Express were obtained, including the viewing of the security surveillance, which showed the plaintiff's now former spouse entering the hotel and later exiting the elevator on the third floor. Yeah, dude, she got fucked hard by my man, Antonio Harris, who, by the way, is like, you know, he he probably has got a bigger one than you, dude. I'm sorry. I know that's really upsetting to you, but my man, Antonio here, was giving her to pipe, my guy. So don't be mad at him. Don't No, maybe she just, whatever, shit happened. You're going to sue? That's embarrassing. The defendant is a named co-defendant, in the plaintiff's divorce for adultery, which went to judgment on July 5th, the defendant sought the issuance of a harassment prevention order for the sole purpose of intimidating and harassing the plaintiff, knowing he was having an extramarital affair with the plaintiff's then spouse. So I don't, I can only opine what happened here, but it sounds like to me, he so Branch finds out this guy's fucking his wife. What do you think Branch said to him? Stop. What would you guess? Yeah, I mean, probably more choice words than that. Yeah. Motherfucker. I mean, although yeah, he's a bishop. Who do you think you are? Well, yeah, he's a man of the cloth, so he couldn't, you know. Maybe there was a bad thoughts. He said, maybe, You're, I, that's a sin. Maybe there sin was a threat in there. Maybe, maybe there was a threat in there because how else did he get the order? He got an order. Yeah. Right? And I'm assuming that there was something said there, I'm guessing, that led to the order. And well, he no, goes, the, Wait, the defendants. The defendant is the other guy, right? Harris, but Harris hasn't, the defendant has an order out on the plaintiff. Yeah. Yeah. The defendant sought the issuance of harassment prevention order. And got it. Yeah. So. Yeah. For the sole purpose of intimidating and harassing the plaintiff, brother branch, knowing he was having an extramarital affair with the plaintiff's then spouse, or maybe he got the order because the plaintiff was threatening him. Maybe that seems to be more just, likely. Yeah. More likely. Yeah. Cause you I mean, can't just you get were, an order because you know, like, I mean, it makes sense. He was fucking your wife. I'd be pretty upset too. You know, the defendant's abusive process was for the ulterior purpose of publicly humiliating the plaintiff. <laughs> so, like, dude, I fucked your wife. To like, I wasn't even trying to get off. I was just trying to like humiliate you. I, I just don't like you, yeah. Yeah, I, I just generally, I just wanted to fuck your wife just because I could. <laughs> like, what? That's fucking hardcore. I right hate there. you that much. Yeah. Fucked your wife just because I want to humiliate. I don't like you. I just want to humiliate <laughs> you. A well-respected clergy and public figure, apparently not that well-respected, 
because you know people are fucking you know? your wife and public figure in retaliation for the plaintiffs exposing the affair between the defendant and the plaintiff's then spouse. Okay. So um, by reason of the defendant's institution of harassment prevention order and criminal complaint against the plaintiff with ulterior purpose and false allegations, the defendant suffered an injury to his good name and reputation within the community, notwithstanding blah, 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 blah. Okay. So he's uh, going after all this stuff. He wants a hundred grand. Okay. Attorney's fees, even though he doesn't have a fucking attorney, um, you know, removing information in the domestic violence system. So yeah, there's that document. So then we go to, there's more documents on this case. Uh, let me find, so let me go back to the docket here. And uh, well, let me get a drink real quick. You're in charge. Be right back. Hold okay. on. Okay. Well, send me that stuff then, jerk. I can barely read this stuff, guys. So I'm trying to. Um. Nothing interesting really here. Sorry, guys, I'm just reading. It's just stuff about asking for it to be dismissed. And there's a sentence that says, Plaintiff Anthony Michael Branch's motion for enlargement of time for service of process. Enlargement? I don't, know what, that means. I don't know what that means, but it sounds kind of kinky. So that's yes, the only thing I read. Yes, it does. Yeah. I don't know. What I, I, maybe if maybe if uh, Brother Branch was enlarged uh, in the first place, <laughs> we, we wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. You know? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> let me see what else we got here. I got more doc. I'm clicking on all these documents. By the way, there's all these documents there. Um, let's see the next. David doc- David says she preferred a tree trunk to the branch. <laughs> David's a witty motherfucker. Even okay, this so, late, yeah, he came through. <laughs> yeah, here's judgment. I'm gonna. We found the judgment. Let me share the judgment on this one. So, who do you think won this? Do you think Brother Branch won? Um, I feel like no, but he probably did, right? Uh, judgment. This matter came before the court presiding upon the motion of the defendant Antonio Harris to dismiss the plaintiff's complaint, allowing said motion. Therefore it is order and adjudged as follows. The defendant Antonio Harris's motion to dismiss the plaintiff's complaint is allowed and the plaintiff's complaint shall be dismissed with prejudice. So he did get this case dismissed. My guy tree trunk, Antonio Harris with his big old swinging dick at the holiday and express, uh, you know, basically he took, he took, uh, I mean, dude, that's extra humiliation. First he fucked your wife and then he beat you in court. Not a good look, my guy. So he files all these motions to like reconsider. Um, let's see motion for reconsideration and supporting affidavit, uh, endorsement for the motion of reconsideration, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the following was, Oh my God, more com- This is all this guy does. It's just like he keeps going. Or notice of appeal filed. So he appeals it. Look at all these court dates and all this bullshit. The court denies without without prejudice complaints uh, request number two insofar as it seeks the court to waive fees and costs for transcript. The plaintiff to file for a motion seeking. So basically the guy tries to get a waiver. Oh, let me see this. <laughs> I got to show you this. All right, hold on. 
I mean, this cheap motherfucker can't pay for anything. He like, like, you know, there's court fees that go along with all this shit. This guy just constantly files motions to like not have to pay them because he's indignant. You know, he's unemployed. Notice is hereby given the above named uh, plaintiff hereby appeals the appeals court for the allowance of the defendant's motion to dismiss. The plaintiff further requests that the court provide him with a copy of the CD or tape of the proceedings in the above captioned action, because that would cost money to get that, including approval for any transcriptions uh, to perfect his appeal. This notice is accompanied for a request uh, for paper to, to basically not pay for these things. And that motion, I believe, was denied uh, by the judge in this case, who is just simply not playing you know, any of this stuff. So, yeah, not having it. So um, judgment on defendants, Antonio Harris, motion to dismiss against plaintiff is ordered and adjudged. So this was in October of 2021. He's still bringing my guy to court here. Big old dig, big dick Antonio is uh tree truck Antonio. I got it. I got to meet Antonio here. The following was generated. Another notice to appear. Oh, great. Uh, notice sent to Anthony Michael Branch. Oh, great. So another notice to appear. I don't even know what that's for. Um, oh, and he even had court on Valentine's Day. Memorandum in order. So the endorsement, um, let's see. A decision on defendant's motion to dismiss the plaintiff's appeal for failure to comply with time standards. For the reasons stated above, it is hereby ordered that the defendant's motion to dismiss the plaintiff's appeal for failure to comply with the standards is denied. I don't even know what that means. So that he probably it probably had been too. He was probably saying it had been so long since they filed the initial complaint that like now he was out of like whatever that time oh, was. So he lost. And so they were lost. like they said and they said no because it was like COVID delays and stuff probably. Okay, yeah. So here's the uh, I got the whole. Let me. I'll show you this last one. All right. So um, Branch acting pro se, uh, a complaint against Harris in the Superior Court, alleging that uh, torts of abuse, uh, emotional distress, the suit stems from a divorce that Branch had gone through where Harris was claimed to have committed adultery yeah. with his wife. And by the way, um, you know, just so people are aware of this, um, you know, I might have been talking to some attorneys recently myself. Uh, Massachusetts is a no fault uh, state in divorce court with probate. And uh, it has no bearing whatsoever. Adultery has no bearing whatsoever on custody or anything like that. So there you go. So unfortunately, Brother Branch, it doesn't work that way. Anyway, uh, Harris filed the motion to dismiss the complaint um, within the full applicable year. Oh, yes. Yeah, the three-year statute of limitations. That's exactly what he's trying to do. Oh, Harris saying filed. it's too long. Get out of it. Same thing he's trying to do for you, basically. Oh, right. Okay. This court ruled in favor of, Har of Harris dismissing the complaint. Branch filed a notice of appeal, endorsed the appeal with the court, will docket the notice of appeal. The court denies without prejudice his request number two insofar as it seeks the court to waive fees for the transcripts to file the appropriate motion, blah, blah, blah. No such waiver was filed without with this notice despite the representation of the whatever pie. Harris was notified of the filing of the notice of appeal on August 21, um, Branch emailed Harris's attorney that I have ordered. So again, Harris has to have an attorney. God knows how much this costs this poor schmuck 
I mean, this is the most expensive pussy this guy's ever gotten in his life. Huh? Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, his, um, judge. I think, that Buckley, means, I think it's like shorthand for plaintiff. The play. I think it is too. Judge Buckley ruled on that motion on September 14th, noting the plaintiff's affidavit of indig, indig, indigency. indigency. Yeah. Having been filed and received, the court allows the waiver of appeal surcharge costs and cassette copies of the tape recording of the matter, which is being appealed, as well as the transcription costs of the uh, matter under appeal. The affidavit indigency to be impounded, uh, branch filed a certification certificate of ordered transcription. It was completed. Harris asserts that branch failed to deliver to the clerk's office the transcript within 14 days of the notice of appeal. I don't even un understand. This all just seems like such nonsense. But for the reasons above, it is hereby ordered the defendant's motion to dismiss the plaintiff's appeal for failure to comply with the time standards is denied. So that is some small victory for this fucking guy. I mean, the guy, it's just like, what a fucking leech. So, you know, with my case, it's like you can go and look at it in mass courts. It's fucking obviously yeah. stupid. You should um, probably just give him the money, I would think, right? Because, like, at this point, he's dragged that other case out for how long? Yeah, with this other guy, like he's gonna literally drag this out for so he told my lawyer, like this guy used to work in the courthouse too back when he had a job. And he told my uh attorney that he's like, Yo, so uh your client still want that deal out of it? He wants six hundred bucks. Like you're like I allegedly cost you like a hundred grand. It's like, no, six hundred will do it. <laughs> like, what? Six hundred? So, you know, my attorney's like, you know, obviously I can't do this for free. This you know, this guy's name is Ryan McLean, he's a great attorney, he's done a lot of first amendment stuff. Um, but he's like, you know, I'll have to pay him obviously if this happens. So, you know, I, I don't like, I just on principle, Deb, I don't want to give this guy $600 to go away. Um, I know. but you know, it would obviously be, I mean, it's, it's almost like a cost of doing business. Like get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, no, it really is. It's kind of yeah. like, like any other business who's going to write right. off some stuff, you know, like, right. Right. So I guess my, my option here with that is, uh, you know, or if the guy, if the offer's off the table, I, I, what I'm going to plan to do it, we're going to have a, I'm going to do a bunch of blogs on this, put all the shit out there about his infidelity, about fucking Antonio Harris, fucking his wife. And we're going to have a party, a fundraiser party, like an event, you know, cover fee, whatever, to raise money for the Turtle Boy Legal Defense Fund against, you know, Little Dick Tony Branch, something like that. And then, then, and if I win, I fuck his wife. I think that's fair. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, want you. Antonio Harris is doing it. You can't compare to you can't compare to Tree Antonio. No, I can't compare to Tony Harris. That's ten emojis. Don't even that guy. Oh, that guy's packing, dude. That guy is packing at the Holiday Inn Express. Okay. Yeah, people like why? How about this guy? What would you guys? Points. That's awesome. What would you guys do in my situation, hypothetically? Right, if I was in a position to pay this guy six hundred dollars to go away, or Take it to trial where I will beat him. There's no doubt about it. I'm not going to lose, but it'll cost me time and money. Like, let's say like it cost me 10, 15 grand, you know, would you guys vote one? If you would take the $600 NDA, whatever. Okay. Vote two. If you would fucking pay all the money and take it to court and beat him, go one. If you would uh, take the, you know, Give him the six hundred to go away, if he, if he offered it. Two, if you wanted to take it all the way. And if you voted two, I need to know 
would you donate to the legal defense fund for that? Because it's easy for you to say if you're not paying for it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's like, yeah, definitely too. While I sit back and watch. That'll be fucking great. I'd love that. <laughs> Brick 600 and pennies. I know. It seems to be about 50-50 here. Okay. Seems to be about 50-50. So um, he will come back for more. What's he going to get? Well, he can't, by the he next can't. time he, it will be over, it will be expired by then. Yeah, next time he sues me, I can represent myself. So I'm not even worried about that, you know. You, I mean, it's not a loss if you gave the, you know, if it's dismissed, like it's like 600. I wouldn't, would you consider that a loss, Deb? No, I mean, that's kind of like dis it's a nuisance, it's a nuisance, like dismissal or whatever, a nuisance. Like, yeah, like I've, I've, I've never paid anybody a fucking dime with any lawsuit I've been in ever, but I've spent a shitload of money on lawyer's fees. Like if I could have yeah. paid Gaffney, I mean, maybe Gaffney because I hate him so much. I'm like, if I could pay failure Swift, right? Like $500 to go away, I would have done it because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, totally. I, I don't want to pay this fucking money, you know, for this shit. See, I ended up getting the ACLU see, or the general. Is if if like I mean you do this, whether or not he signs an NDA, then people are gonna go. You do it once, so he did it for him. So is that? Well, I'll happen? never have to do it again because I can represent myself from now on. Again, I'm that's not true. getting sued anymore. So that's true. People stop suing me because it's not. It's only fun to sue me when you know I have to get a lawyer. Like some of these pro se guys, you should see the emails that Ryan Waters writes to fucking attorneys. Like you want to see the most recent Ryan Waters email? Like it's fucking wild. Like, let me show you the most recent stupid Ryan Waters email. Like, it's crazy. Ryan. Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. What? Oh, I have the comment I just put up. And we did, I did get a victory against Ryan the other day. I mean, he's filing insane, insane shit in court these days. Let's see. Um, <laughs> what? Okay, hold on. Um, hold on. like Ryan is just writing these insane. I'll, I'll show you this most recent one that was thrown out by the judge. No, wrong one. All right. So here's the most recent one from Ryan. Civilly sue him for court costs. Not how it works in this state. They don't do that. I wish it was that simple. Um, so this is the most recent Ryan Waters bullshit. Um, motion. To, so this is the mo this is the thing. John Doe's this has got ten John Doe's in the lawsuit now. Uh, I I pro se Ryan Waters move for the court to strike Eden Carney's answers in part or entirely as it is insufficient, redundant, and scandalous. <laughs> what? Scandalous. Scandalous. I will file for an injunction. And a motion for sanctions as soon as I feel competent enough. Although I urge the court to consider sua sponte defaulting Carney because of the scheme detailed in the exhibits and the fraud on the court. The court is so sick of Ryan Waters. It's currently too dangerous for me to have an address. Shut up. Yes, that is, he goes, it is currently <laughs> too dangerous for me to have an address. 
like <laughs> there are a legal document again. Believe it or not, there are literally people out there who are counting on Ryan Waters to take me down, and that kind of says it all, doesn't it? Like, yikes, 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 yikes. Oh um, let me see. Uh, so that got denied. I won that one right, <laughs> but there's they more. They read that line and they were like, nope. Yeah, that's uh. Let's see what uh, these. So these are just more fucking emails. These are like the, the the basic kind of emails that Ryan Waters writes to. Like, I'll show you this. This CC's uh, my attorney and Facebook and Google's attorney. Because remember, he's suing all of us. He lost already, um, but he claims it's a RICO case, which is like a mafia case. That, that's that's like. <laughs> yeah, that's I should you not. Stuff, dude. This, <laughs> this is what he wrote. I am going to file a motion in the Supreme Court. To either, let me see. I am going to file a motion in the Supreme Court to either sever Carney and deal with his appeal first and separate from the other defendants or grant the injunction pending appeal. Additionally, I am filing a RICO complaint in California based on the recent crimes. So he says he's going to file a complaint against me in California and I will seek an injunction upon hearing that case as well. Uh, okay. If, if Carney retracts all articles about me and my witnesses, so I don't have to seek injunctions, I would be willing to list him as a nominal defendant only as I consider him to be Facebook's victim. <laughs> like alternatively, if Facebook limits Carney to one profile provides all evidence that he famed me and agrees to modest compensation for the recent harms, I will remove Facebook from the complaint. Like picture being Facebook's attorney and just sitting here and be like, Oh man, I'm really wondering what Ryan waters next move is. Like he, he writes these, like he's not even like, this isn't even a fucking complaint. He's like, here's what I might do. Like this is his, he should, you not. this is his proposed lawsuit in the D United States district court of Northern California. Oh, yeah. against and, and Laura, Laura is going to, Laura is going to show up. I know that. She, yeah, Laura's, Laura's in this. Oh, Chris. That's why I said. Uh, we got Chrissy Yakimovsky here and the real Diane Woods Emerson. We're all listed on this fucking complaint together. And he's going to sue all of us. He's suing two companies that don't exist anymore. Worcester Digital Marketing is a company. Like, he really wants me to still have this company because then he can force me to get an attorney. My attorney in his case is withdrawing. We filed a motion to withdraw because I no longer need him. Like I no longer need an attorney. Like you see, like all of Ryan. I'll be your attorney. I'll do it. Yeah. This shit, like the courts are so sick of Ryan Waters. They're just throwing his shit out now. Like that recent thing, we didn't even file anything to have that dismissed. The court was just like, okay, no, <laughs> like goodbye. You know, like you, you know what you know what repo is, right? Like you know what it stands for and everything. Racketeering is that what the yeah racketeer stands? influenced and corrupt organizations. Like yeah, literally. I'm, I'm a boss like that. I'm, I'm gangster. It, it, yeah. It's for like, yeah, it's combating like organized crime and stuff and like shakedowns, basically like a legal collection of like debt by organizations. Come on. This is what like, he writes. What? You know, alternative venue. Leader. Because the ends of justice require that Carney be brought before this court on December 8th, Carney bragged that the reason he was not worried about getting in trouble is because 90% of court clerks are loyal supporters. <laughs> Carney is an extremely vindictive cult leader and the jury pool in Massachusetts would be significantly tainted by people either afraid of Carney or loyal to Carney. Bro, I'm like the most gangster ass motherfucker in Massachusetts. Like you can't even have a trial in Massachusetts with me because according to Ryan, you can't even fool the jury pool. Like this is an actual fucking document. 
The enterprise um, it includes defendants and persons, Worcester Digital Marketing, as well as Aiden Carney, Christine, uh, Chris Gagney, Christina Yakimovsky, as well as numerous other people that participate in his conspiratorial designs on Facebook. Together form an association, in fact, for the common and continuing purpose described here. And so Chrissy's getting sued. That's cool. Um, alternatively, Worcester Digital Marketing each constitutes the separate enterprise with the meaning. And again, I wonder how, like, you know, Diana's kind of disappeared and whatever. I'm not going to talk shit about her. But, like, you would think that, like, the whole reason her name is now being brought up in federal fucking lawsuits and shit, and she might have to hire a lawyer for this, who knows, is all because... Chrissy went and sent screenshots to fucking, you know, the world of our private conversations. And now it's like, did you not think this was going to have effect on all of us? You fucking idiot. What is wrong? I mean, it's obviously a joke because it's fucking Ryan Waters at the end of the day. Right. But like you, you, I mean, what I don't understand is why Diane would even want to be associated. Like, this is what this woman's dragging you into. Cool. All right, have a nice life, Diane. Have a go and see you. Uh, anyway. Goes on to say, uh, pattern of defendant Carney and the nominal defendants, each of whom are persons associated with the enterprise, did knowingly, willfully, and unlawfully conduct or participate directly or indirectly in the affairs of the enterprise. Racketeering. So we're all racketeering. The consistent pattern of activity paired with Carney's terrifying statements are clear indicator that he will engage in future racketeering. The predicate acts are related because the aim of the acts is obstruction of justice Blah, blah, blah. He knowingly used intimidation uh, against me with the intent to influence, delay, or prevent testimony of me and my therapist. Okay. Oh boy. He harassed me and my therapist and thereby uh, hindered. Like, what? What? Uh, Carney threatened to murder <laughs> his daughter. Like, what? Like, this is. What? Yeah. Like, his and or mine? Like, yeah. What? Or mine. Yeah. So, anyway. I extorted Christina Yakimovsky to prevent him, but also Chris Gagney, my therapists, myself, and anyone else with inculpatory evidence in an official. He's insane. He's absolutely insane. Like that's all. I don't even know what the fuck any of this means. Oh, he fraudulently filed through the internet certificates of cancellation of Worcester digital marketing claiming to have finished winding them down. He stated the reason for canceling the LLCs is extreme legal fees. However, as of March 3rd, Carney has not wound down the companies. He is still using the bank accounts after cancellation and still using the websites and social media accounts that he stated under the penalties of perjury, perjury belonging to Worcester Digital Marketing. So first of all, the websites never belonged to Worcester Digital Marketing at all. I have a new bank account, my guy. Like, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. <laughs> like, he's completely full of shit. Like, and it wouldn't matter. I could, it wouldn't matter. Like, the LLC doesn't exist. You see now he wants, you see the game here? Like, oh, yeah. he wants me to have a company. He wants to sue a company because he's like, yeah. wait a minute. If it's just me and Aiden, this isn't fun. Like, I want Aiden to pay loyal lawyer fees. Like, the yeah. fun is over now, you know, because he no longer has. It was the best thing I ever did was getting rid of my LLC. So, anyway. He's used um, the act. Oh my God! Yeah, he used you've used Rico to hide your funds. You know, with all that laundering and stuff you do with yeah, the gun trade, the gun and drug trade. I know, I know it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> there's uh, Ryan Waters. Okay, so that's uh, 
that's that. All right. So anyway, it's getting a little bit late. Why don't we do a little question? If you guys have any questions, fire away. Um, oh, Carol, Caroline says that sounds like something KP wrote up. That is 100%. I was thinking that too. You know, he was helped by Gaffney in a lot of this. Which, and, and KP is probably helping now, I'm sure. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they're all. I mean, what, what does that tell you, though? I mean, what does that tell you? That, like, I mean, I, they, I'm, I'm the bad guy, but you're helping Ryan Waters. I would like to remind everyone that Ryan Waters came on our radar because he beat the shit out of poor Sam Carden. Kicked her ass, blood, you know, bruised her face up, and then killed her fucking dog. And then after the charges were eventually dropped, or not only the charges were dropped, but it was dismissed because she wouldn't testify. She was too scared to testify. And that's that. Read that General Sherman quote at the end. So this is an actual quote he puts in there that I said. He goes, Facebook was legally made aware that Carney had proudly weaponized their platform and that a week after Carney found out about the federal lawsuit, he stated, quote, I want to make sure the message is sent here. If you fuck with me, if you try to sue me, I'm not going to go after you. I'm going to go after your fucking family. When General Sherman marched to the fucking Atlanta, he lit everything on fire. Fucking everything. Men, women, children, dogs, everything fucking burns until you surrender. That's how it fucking works. If you want to declare war, then people fucking die in war, including civilians. When we bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki, we knew that a bunch of fucking kids and women were going to die in that too. Too fucking bad. Then fucking surrender, bitches. Surrender and then finally surrender, didn't they? That's what you got to do. Unfortunately, there's collateral damage. So he quoted me. I guess I said that one time. I don't remember saying that. But it sounds like something I might say. I don't know. No, probably if you got wound up. Yeah, you were riled and you just lost your mind. I can see. My own burning shit. We're going general. It was one of those nights nice. you were just you were red screaming. Yep, I can see it happening. Yeah. He joined Turtle Club for twenty dollars, <laughs> and I kicked, I, I kicked him out. So I saw he signed up. This motherfucker signed up for Turtle Club. I kicked him out, and he's like, like no, 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 no. And they're trying either. to be like, you know, oh, we're gonna get the attorney general after him for this for twenty dollars for twenty dollars. First of all, I would like to point out. If you buy tickets to something, if you buy tickets to go into a fucking concert, right? They can kick you out for whatever the fucking reason they want. Yep. And, and they don't have to give you a reason why. You yeah, don't get to see the concert. the right to refuse service. Like, yeah. Whatever, you know? Ryan Waters, you're not welcome in Turtle Club. Ever. Yeah, you don't have you're a right not to welcome in If you sign up, I'm kicking you out. It's a fucking club. It's a distinguished club. You're not allowed in it, okay? Get the fuck out of my club, asshole. You, you can't come in the club. It's not for homeless people. No homeless allowed. See yeah, ya. Right. People you must have, have to, an actual address that's yeah. not scared. People who have to beg Amanda Sawyer for Chinese food, they don't get to come in. Okay? <laughs> See you later, pal. Uh, yeah, he did sign up for Turtle Club. I swear to God. Um, that actually happened. So, um, And that's one of the things. I mean, they just it's just so pathetic, these latest attempts to stop. I mean, I'm. I don't, I'm not even swayed by it because it's just like, it's a fucking joke. It's an it's, absolute. The desperation joke. is like palpable, dude. Like they're at their, I feel like it's like a last legs thing, you know, it's getting really desperate. And it's flattering that I, I'm flattered that people have this time, much time to think about me. I mean, I don't think about you. I don't care who you are because you're nothing to me. So they're working together. Maybe that is a real, I mean, it's just. No, that's, oh. that's hilarious. She's right. Like if, if there's any Rico cases, like at all, if there's proof that people are conspiring in a group of over three to commit a crime, and that's then the that thing. is really Rico. Yeah. If he pays to have me all served for shit and like, you know, he can afford turtle club, but he can't fucking, 
getting a turn. You know what I mean? It's just like he's getting everything waived in court. Yeah, this is what. Yeah, like this, like that's what they're talking. About. It's a private service. Like he, we're gonna contact the attorney general about this. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm sure Maura Healy will get right on that. Ryan Waters lost twenty dollars from Turtle Club. Like what? <laughs> is this what you believe? You guys are so fucking silly. It's beautiful. Um. So yeah, I mean, I would argue that you know, being what you think I need to shave. I got to shave. No, it just made me laugh. Came on. I didn't even notice it till he said something that made me laugh. <laughs> well, five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Um, but some people will say it's manly. Some people will say that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, it's just like, I would argue that if you're, you know, supporting and helping out a guy who beats up women and murders dogs, maybe you're not on the good team. Maybe just throwing that out there. Like maybe if you're rallying around people who, you know, lost all their kids to the state, maybe you're not the good guy that you think you are. I mean, I'm a flawed person. I'm not gonna lie. I'm definitely, uh. I'm human, but at the end of the day, like, like I don't have anything like that on me. So, you know, it is nobody's perfect, but I mean, you know, yeah, it is what it is. So, um, anybody else have any questions they want to talk about? You are the company you keep. Exactly. Like if you start noticing, you're like, wait a minute, I'm friends. So now I'm hanging out with Mike Gaffney. Um, white supremacist state troopers who call people the fucking n-word like literally call people the fucking n-word again if you haven't heard this tape already should i play it or should i not play it no i don't play that don't play it. okay no we're yeah. done with them screw them we've heard i, I agree she's, yeah, we've heard she's a waste of space like disgusting she didn't deserve right. to be airtime right exactly so anyway if you're hanging out with people who do stuff like that you might want to reevaluate how you ended up there that that's all i'm saying you know so Anybody else have any questions? Exactly, <laughs> Kate Pool. Even like Healy would think on this almost. <laughs> I appreciate that, and and Kate Pool, that's exactly what I am doing. Um, focusing on the content and the bullshit with fade. Exactly. I mean, that's all I can do is just keep writing stories. You know, it is what it is. Um, meanwhile, Suzanne's just been giving it to Gaffney. I love it. She's been going. I know, right? That's her, yeah. that's her like part-time job. Yeah, that's 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 Suzanne's field. You know. What does this one say? If you spend all this time in court, haven't you figured out by now that you're just not a loser? E. Cody, when? Okay, yeah. that's, a, that's cool. You have relevance, bye. Yeah, see, uh, so yeah, um, what does that say? E. Cody, why? I don't even know what that Cody means. Cody, why? Yeah, that's, that's cool. That was a nice yeah. choice. Yeah, because, you know, when, when assholes sue me, that's something I have control over. Yeah, right. Good comment, shit dick. <laughs> Good comment. You really thought that one through. Yeah. Failure. Yeah. I'm really being sued by some high class people, some real legitimate folks. Um, how are babies born? Oh, you know. You have to ask 13 Kings about that, Pete. They're friends. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Got it. Yeah. Wait, who's who's Pete Peters? I don't even know. He's just friends with 13, and I don't know who oh, he okay. is. Okay. We don't know who he is. Okay. All right, cool. Anybody else have any questions they want to ask me? What's your record? I mean, I, I've lost track. If you keep track of all the freaking, you know, uh, orders thrown out. And people will say, they're like, you know, I would argue I'm, I'm, I'm undefeated on defense. On offense, um, not as much. That I mean, I've never sued anyone. I've tried to get orders against people. I've gotten orders against some. I got an order against uh, Ashley St. Angelo, uh, Charlotte McFarland, uh, Wayne Sabonic, uh, Dan Astle. I've gotten uh, orders on all them. I obviously didn't get one famously on uh, the most recent ones on people who shall not be named, but that's 
being the plaintiff, right? I'm talking about getting sued. When I get sued, I'm undefeated. Like right. when I actually do the suing, yeah, it's a lot harder. <laughs> like so, yeah. and I and I and I knew there was a chance I wasn't going to win those, but you know, I did it anyway. You know, if, if I go back in time, Deb, uh, I I wouldn't do it. To be perfectly honest with you, I wouldn't do it. I would just ignore them. But yeah, lesson, live and lesson learn, learned. You know? you know, lesson learned. So it is That's what it, it. is. I moved on. You are the company you keep, right? So there you go. You can't go with me now. So and you're I, cool. Yeah, you're a cool person. You know, you I know. Thanks. You seem like a, you seem like a nice, nice folk. Not gonna lie. It's all um, You know, and like Laura from London, great person. Like Lauren's I feel like awesome. I've, feel like I've surrounded myself with quality. David's music. awesome. David's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, anybody else have any questions they want to ask? Oh, oh wait, he's got a, he's got a cool rebuttal. That Good dude Riccio stuck it right up your ass. Oh, the same guy that showed up to the Monica Cannon Grant protest. And he got fucking heckled and we made fun of his bald spot because and his glasses were broken. The same fucking unemployed loser who is a shame to his family. His brother is a very successful Apple executive or something like that. And then there's Brian who just collects disability and sits on his ass all day. So yeah, I'm, I'm really scared of Brian. Right. Good point. Anyway, um, so I guess we're good. So it's 11 o'clock. Um, good fucking show. Long show, but good audience tonight. And uh, we will uh, we will see you guys all. Um, and uh, on, so we'll see some of you guys on Thursday night for Turtle Club. We'll see everybody else on Saturday night. Uh, thank you for the donos there, Suzanne and Seven Pounder. I appreciate it. And we'll see every uh, you guys all on Saturday night at 9 p.m. Don't forget, guys, how many likes we got on this video. 86. Let's get that over 100. Like, and after the show, please go on the, you know, uh, leave a comment. Keep the comments rolling on there. I heard that helps with the algos and uh, smash that subscribe button. Peace, people. Hey, read Michelle Ripley there. How can I join the Turtle Club? This is my first live. Uh, there is a, a link in the stream below. Let me uh, pull it up for Turtle Club. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to put it. I put it right here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to put it in the comments. Okay. I just put it there and I'm going to pin it to the top. Replace pin message. So it is now pinned to the top. You can join right there uh, for the premium stream. Get access to it that way. All right. So, All right, Michelle Ripley. So that's how you join Turtle Club. Click the link. There you go. Cool. Thanks, Michelle. Hope you enjoyed your first night on Turtle Club. Uh, I mean, Turtle, Turtle Boy Live. And uh, we will see you guys all, some of you on Thursday, everybody else on Saturday night. Peace, Turtle Riders. Have a good night, everyone.